welcome back to Ill Eagle Culture Brands Talk. I am your host, John Ostos, a.k.a. Ill Eagle CEO. And I'm here with my only counterpart today, <laughs> Cody Big Meat Malk. And uh, we have another guest in the house today, uh, Kathy Johnson. This is the wife of Marshall, the yeah, Freak what, Show Johnson. What's your nickname? Uh, lethal. Lethal. Kathy, Kathy Lethal, lethal Johnson. Johnson. There we go. <laughs> All right. Hell yeah. Lethal and Freak Show. Yeah, <laughs> That's, they should make a movie. That sounds like a yeah. movie. Yeah, Lethal and Freak Show, porn movie maybe. A porn movie. <laughs> <laughs> and here we go. <laughs> yeah, so, head. how small is Marshall's wiener? <laughs> have, have you heard his hand theory? <laughs> he, has a, he has a theory. People who have theories have usually issues. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna start like this. Huh? I got an explanation. See. <laughs> Uh, all right. Now, seriously, we don't want to know that about Marshall. That's, that's too private. Um, but no, no, in all seriousness, we just wanted to have you on, uh, get a different perspective. One thing we're trying to do a lot is get more females on and get kind of a female perspective to our toxic masculinity. So, um, yeah, I think that's primarily what it's about. We also want to get some dirt on Marshall. Oh my gosh. I think it's important that we get a little dirt on him. So mm-hmm. that's for sure what's going to happen. Well, and uh, I don't know if you know this, but Kathy is a big alien yes yeah so really she's, yeah. she's i did like, not know that she's 100 percent into the alien culture okay. uh, whereas marshall is not mm-hmm. so this is where him and i differ he yeah. is i'll believe it when i see it yeah where i'm like yeah i believe that that's real yeah, yeah. yeah. i think okay. there's enough out there that oh, so for it, sure. it's it's really interesting like there's two types of people and there's there's the marshall types and then there's us right so i feel like like us we're more accepting of when we see it, we're going to be like, yeah, we already know that was yeah. there. But whereas when it happens or when it happens, Marshall, like the people like Marshall are just going to be like fucking shit themselves. They're going to die. Like yeah. they're just going to like, and then die. I believed. <laughs> but you know what always happens to those people in the last minute? Cause you know, like Marshall, he's not a believer in, in religion or, or yeah. anything like that. God, when that does happen with the aliens, he's going to start calling out to God. Right. Right. <laughs> so his belief help. systems will change in an yeah. instant. He'll see aliens and be like, yeah. God, please, God, please. Yeah. <laughs> so kind yeah. of a win-win, I think for Marshall. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, that. that's just how it is. Um, yeah. so I was watching, I, I was telling you about this. I was watching this new documentary on Netflix. It's called close encounters. It just came out. Have you started that one? I have not. So it, it kind of goes over different, uh, perspectives of different people that saw stuff. And um, one of the first episodes was was the uh, this group of people that they all witnessed uh, something in the sky where the, where the, in the same same uh, faci- um, vicinity. And um, one of the guys was like he was a truck driver. He owned his own trucking company. We're re- really well respected. And he said that after he witnessed this event, like it completely changed him as a person. And he became obsessed, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, yeah. So I feel like, like that, that's why I brought that up was like, I feel like, like people like Marshall, if they, <laughs> they actually saw that he'd become obsessed yeah. and just no wouldn't know how to handle it. You know what <laughs> yeah, I mean? I can see that. You know what I mean? Yeah. <clears throat> so it's just kind of, it's kind of interesting. And then, um, uh, I'm actually on episode number two. I just finished episode two. And this one was about the, the Zimbabwe. Do you, have you heard about that one? With the school, so there was like a bunch uh, of kids saw it. 1994. There was oh, wow. a uh, a sighting in Zimbabwe where um, there was over 60 children that 
have seen that seen something and they all described like what they saw <laughs> stuff too. like the yeah. same thing yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah so it was interesting because um so they all described guess what they looked like oh gosh they look like an alien. Just, like, you know, like what the the cliche, the cliche, oh, really? yeah, the but big head with the I, big eyes so that were dark. You know, little, like, yeah. you know, I was thinking about that. I was like, where did we get where that did from? We get, where did we get that from? Yeah. Where did we get that image of what an alien looks like? Right. right. That's so strange, right? Yeah. I then, always think now too, like that. That almost makes <laughs> it seem like ET was an actual real, like depiction of like of someone what, saw that. And yeah, then because you've seen the ones in Mexico just released. Yeah. yeah, they look yeah. like miniature ETs. Yeah. They do, yeah. You know what I mean? By and so way, if they had those since up. the fifties, you know what I mean? Like that's interesting. And I know we we made some jokes about it, but they, but they, they did some. They, the science, scientist yeah. got it and did some yeah. some uh, dissecting yeah. oh, or whatever. Really? Yeah, yeah. And like, it turns out that it's not actually animal parts of like anything. It said it we even talked about it on here. Um, they released a statement saying that it was that those bodies were made up of animal parts, different animal parts, like and just conjoined together. But then they came out with another study that said, no, that's not actually correct. There's uh, the majority of this body's DNA is not of anything that we know. Ooh. Yeah. So so now it's like, oh, so, yeah, we're, we're, this is getting interesting now. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I've never had an alien experience or ghost experience. How about also. UFOs? No. Okay. Or like Bigfoot. Oh, I believe in Bigfoot as well. Um, See, that one I'm not sure about. <laughs> really? Yeah. But... If you could guarantee me that I wouldn't be harmed, I would love to have any one of those experiences. Yeah. Like, I think I think that the alien thing is the most likely scenario where we're safe. Because if they truly do exist, yeah. they've been here all this time and they've done nothing to us. Mm-hmm. Um, and if we see them from time to time in our skies and, and just make discoveries or we've <laughs> shot any of them down and have taken their technology because we've recovered their aircraft, I think we're safe. I agree with you. I think like if they were a threat to us, it'd be done. We wouldn't be here. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) For sure. We couldn't like shoot them down or steal their technology or do all these things to a species that's out to do harm to us. They would have just destroyed us by now. Well, it's, it's, it's so freaking hard to think about. And what, what kind, what kind are they? Are they just, uh, are they from the future? Are they humans from the future or they are completely different species? And then there's different races of mm-hmm. aliens, and yeah. but that's why I say like to to Marshall's um, statement <clears throat> when he was just like, yeah, I believe we're the only ones in this whole universe, galaxy, whatever. Like that's crazy. To I think, think that's that more there's unlikely. So, there's so much no, like other you know, impossible. yeah. There's other planets out there, and in this vast universe that we know nothing about. There's there's it's so vast we can't even discover what else is in it. There's no way we're the only living things or beings in this entire universe. It's I don't buy that for a so second. Here's well, otherwise, why would anything else exist <laughs> for our discoveries? To, right. Yeah. To create you can't astronauts. tell us we're the only freaking one. <laughs> yeah, no way. Only one. No way. No the way. only ones alive, really. No way. Yeah. So the other interesting part about this, uh, this particular episode of this Netflix documentary, you know, they are interviewing uh, a few of the the students that were at that school it's this was happened in 1994 right they said <clears throat> there was a couple of them that were basically from wall to wall here that they were really close to this thing and they said that this being didn't actually speak to them but they could hear 
yeah, or not here. Yeah. Um, they 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 had a thought, right? Yeah. They could they were thinking about something, yeah. like they were had a thought placed in their head, and and this is where I I started to get a little skeptical about this sit, particular situation. Um, but apparently, this being was telling them that the human race needs to slow down technology because we're ruining the the environment and they <clears throat> but why why would they tell these little kids that i don't know right yeah, yeah. they're the future <clears throat> that's one thought yeah but in zimbabwe <clears throat> and not to be rude but like how much futures <laughs> is there really that they're going to become somebody yeah. that can get the word out is there, i don't know if they're of such a supreme intelligent yeah. being like that's why i feel like it, i think everything's in perspective right they might come from a planet where to us we're like oh my god they're supreme yeah. But to them, they just know how to do what they know how to do and everything else they're dumb to. Yeah, that's but, normal. But here's, like, who knows? here's the interesting part. So, like I said, this happened in 94, right? And they were interviewing these little kids when it happened. And you can watch the interview on this yeah. documentary. So there was an actual legit, he was a lawyer at the time, turned into an investigator, went down there in 1994, started interviewing these kids. And they're the ones that are stating at that time what they saw and what they were thinking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we already talked about it here. So, but anyways, that's uh that part uh was interesting to me. So there there's some other like, you know, parts in there that are making me feel like a little skeptical. Like one of the one of the former students there, he said that he had made up a story like there's an alien spaceship over there and he pointed at a rock. And that's what made all these kids like terrified and they all started running and screaming. Yeah. But that, and then he was, so he was calling all his classmates crazy for thinking that there was an actual alien. He's like, no, yeah. I made that up. I started that rumor. So who, uh, how did this get out? <clears throat> the story? Yeah. Like, how did someone discover that kids from Zimbabwe saw an alien and all of a sudden we all wanted to investigate? Because, um, like, my skepticism always comes into stuff like this where it's like, we know, well, well we believe in stuff like MK Ultra and yeah. all that shit. And we know that our government has for yeah. decades now gone to other countries to test things like vaccines and all kinds of other shit. We've heard the stories within our, you know, like the, what is it, the Sean Ryan show and stuff where they talk about how they used the alien technology mm -hmm. to kidnap kids from africa in the 50s and 60s and shit like that or they made it look like aliens were coming in and abducting when they were just snatching up kids with that yeah. technology that they discovered so what if that's all that happened here is they went there they practiced some nk mk ultra on a bunch of kids maybe knocked them out to put them to sleep <clears throat> gave them dreams and then they all woke up with the same story or some shit you know who knows yeah. when they're kids it's so hard to say but so like i believe stuff like that but then I'm skeptical, like, that might be real, but they don't know it's not real. Like, right. that might be real to them, but they yeah, don't know it's not that. really real. Mm. They don't know that someone made them think that. I know that this particular story, once it happened, it it uh, it broke loose. And there was a bunch of reporters that went right. and reported on it right when it happened. So, yeah. and then it's just, it's been like the, the story, yeah, yeah. you know, the most freaking well-known story that has happened since. So. Be, and it's a bunch of kids, of course, right? Yeah. It's like yeah. people taking footage of it with a potato. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. like, of course, of course, it's the most like unbelievable scenario. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. Shit, man. I don't know. Whatever. It's cool. I'm into it. I think, <clears throat> real, honestly, I believe that, that we have 
they're they're probably amongst us, or they're already in our government, or who knows? What Marshall's probably an alien. He could be. <laughs> that's why he's. That's how he's against them because he's fucking. He's the alien. He can't tell. He's like, yeah. I, I, I don't believe in it. Those fucking. <laughs> it's a lie. Those rings he wears are transmitters to, <laughs> yeah. to the mothership. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I don't know. When his hair when his hair is dyed like pink and purple, yeah. like animal patterns and shit that's the alien coming out in him Zealand, yeah uh, he's a fucking lizard he's a lizard man yeah. he's not a lizard people a reptilian yeah so are, are you still uh powerlifting kathy yes the last time i competed was mid-april at the women's pro-am in ohio how'd that go good i totaled my first thousand pound total which had Hell been yeah. a goal of mine since that's i literally good. started um and there's been some ups and downs in between and you know a kid and some back issues and stuff like that. So it took a little while, but I finally got there and um, I ugly cried when I <laughs> pulled oh, my 408 awesome. yeah, to yeah, yeah. get my thousand pound total. So when did you uh, first start powerlifting and how did you get started? So I did my first meet in April of 2010 at 20 years old. And um, I've always loved lifting. Uh, my dad had a weight set in our uh, basement when I was little and I would go down and, you know, lift with him when I was four or five years old. And then once I got into high school, then I started lifting more at the gym. And um, which high school? Um, I went to Recory High School um, in Cold Spring, Minnesota. Oh, okay. By St. Cloud, little town. Um, and then I would train there. Uh, usually, not too many other girls wanted to train, so I would train with the football guys in their off season. And um, they're just friends, though. <laughs> Marshall always worry, that's Marshall. what she told Marshall. Yeah, don't worry, Marshall. We are just, just friends. friends. <laughs> Marshall always jokes that he was always friend zoned, and I was like, I was friend zoned in high school. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Guys do not like when uh, you are stronger than them. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, their, their egos in high school um, bruised. Do not allow that. Yeah. So yeah, I was always like, I was in the friend zone. <laughs> um, but then, so I trained all through high school, all through college, and then Marshall and I met when I was a junior in college. Um, we met at MSUM. Um, we both had the same major minor of exercise science. So we had a lot of classes mm -hmm. together and that's when he was like, Oh, you love to lift. You should power lift. And I was like, I don't know what that is, but if I can lift, sure. And that was, um, fall of 2009. And then April. was he already like far into power lifting at this point? Marshall? Um, I think he had been doing it for two years cause he did a couple of years where he would do a bodybuilding show and then okay. put weight back on and do a power lifting meet and then. Kind of that yeah, cycle for yeah. a couple yeah, he, years. Yeah, uh, he did two of them back to back, like I did, two thousand seven and eight. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. He, I remember seeing him back then. Too. Yep. It's so weird. <laughs> Skinny Marshall. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I think his stage weight was like one eighty three, yeah. which is crazy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so he had already been lifting or doing meets for a couple of years at that point, and then, um, yeah, I did my first meet in Minot in, uh. 2010 and was hooked immediately and um back then i used to do like four or five meets a year when i was yep. young and could handle that now i'm like i'll take one meet a year i'm good with that but, mm -hmm. but yeah so you were um competing uh pretty consecutively for a while and then did you get hurt is that what happened so because you kind of took a break there for a while yeah well she 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 did bodybuilding. I know yeah. she did a she did a bodybuilding competition. We'll get to that, mm -hmm. but wasn't there? Didn't you get hurt? So it was more just. Um, I found this out later, but I'm on the hypermobile side where my joints move more than they should. And when I first started training with Marshall, the whole 
Um, like squat cue was like, push your butt back, sit back as hard as you can, which for bigger guys like you guys and Marshall, that's not a problem. But for me, that moves my lumbar spine way more than it should. And so that just compression over years was not good on my back. I have, I haven't like herniated or anything like that, but, um, it was very painful. The worst part of it was I couldn't like drive and look over my shoulder without getting like a shot down my leg. So, Um, and that was actually after bodybuilding that it got that worse, like that bad. Um, it's cause you were flipping around and stuff. Probably, huh? <laughs> the posing, <laughs> the posing yeah. was really hard on my low back. Um, I did physique and so yeah. just squeezing that low back, especially, you know, with the judges angled behind you, you really, really? have to yeah. lean back yeah. Yeah. and that was not good for my back. And, sure. um, so yeah, it took a long time to rebuild, but, um, and actually, that's how I got into massage was um, we were at a powerlifting meet and I had someone, one of our friends had her table set up for the competitors and um, I kind of was telling her what was going on and I laid on her table. She did some psoas work on me and released my psoas and I squatted pain-free for the first time in like two years. Oh, shit. And I was like, okay, all right. <laughs> I need to learn how to do that. So. So yeah, so you, um, what year was it when you competed? Was that 2017 for bodybuilding? Yep. Okay. Yep. So, um, you hired, uh, Kyle. Yes. Rest in peace. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Pouring out from the homie. Yep. Um, and then, um, you did the Fargo show. Yep. I did the, I did the upper and the gopher. Oh, you did both. Yep. Cause they were just two weeks back, you know, back to back. So how was that? Um, so transitioning from powerlifter to bodybuilder, when did you start your diet and everything? So at this time, um, we were training at EHOP all the time. Um, Mark Grothy would come and lift with us every once in a while. And I was just doing a back exercise row of some sort. And he was like, oh, I would really like to see you leaned out and lean down and um I've always wanted I'd always wanted to do a bodybuilding show and I was like you know what my back was not feeling great I just needed a break from constantly chasing numbers um every workout and in powerlifting it can turn a day bad really fast if you don't have a good workout um and you miss a number you should have hit um so I was ready for a little bit of change in that and um it was very it was very alluring to go to the gym and just get a pump and just focus on that. So, um, that was May of 2016 and I started my diet with growthy actually, um, like mid May of 2016, which at that point, um, our daughter Freya was not even a year old. Um, and yeah, so then I prepped all the way until end of March the next year and beginning of April. So, so about nine months or so, would yeah. you say? Nine, ten how, months. How was it? Um, so, I mean, nine months is, that's a pretty good time to, to diet down. I will say when I was working with Growthy, um, I was still getting like a cheat meal once mm. a week. Um, I, I could still have gum, you know, things like that. As soon as I started working with Kyle, he switched me to keto and um, he took like everything away. Um, <laughs> everything. <laughs> one of one of my powerlifting male friends. Um, I told him I couldn't have toast because Marshall. <laughs> literally every day of my prep, Marshall was in a pasta phase, 
and had pasta and toast every single night. And so I just had to sit there smelling that. Oh, my God. <laughs> and so I was sitting there <laughs> eating my egg whites. And Fuck you, Marshall. <laughs> Dick. That and cutting up Freya's fruit was probably the hardest. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I never got into the fruit. The fruit thing didn't bother me, but uh, toast definitely would have. Yeah. Oh, the buttery toast. Oh, Isn't it crazy so how your your sense of smell is oh, like. Did you? I would always just go up to people and be like, "Can I just smell your food, please?" And they, <laughs> I never I did. I never it. did that. But <laughs> really? I never did that. What? No, no, I never smelled <laughs> people's food. I would. Oh yeah. But I, it's seriously like I compare it to like you know you watch those vampire movies. You know everything in a vampire is heightened. Yeah, That's yeah. what it feels like. Yeah. Like oh, you are so you can smell shit from <laughs> fucking mile away. It is. It's the strangest thing. That's funny. <laughs> All right, I got a story. So I was. A week out from the upper, so my first show, um, we were at our friend's wedding in a little BFE, North Dakota. And um, so this was already after Kyle had passed, and we were working with Chris, um, Santa Maria. And he was like, okay, this night you can have a steak and you can have sweet potato fries. So I'm sitting there scouring the internet trying to find where I can get steak and sweet potato fries in this little area. Mm. And so I find this little bar and grill actually right by our hotel. And I call and I'm like, you guys are going to be open till this time. Yep, mm -hmm, we'll be there. So Marshall and I leave the wedding, drive there. (laughs) (laughs) I put my coat down and go to the bathroom and come back. And Marshall is just... Uh-oh. And I was like, what? What's wrong? And he's like, they they closed the kitchen. And I was like, don't joke about that. That's that's not funny. And he's You like, didn't ask the right question. <laughs> he was yeah. like, oh, he's like I, I would not joke about that. They, they closed the kitchen because it was getting slow. And I about balls. <laughs> and so I had to go back to my hotel room and heat up my chicken and asparagus at 10 p.m. at night. Damn. But luckily, I... Um, Chris said I could have a little dessert as well. So I brought a donut with me. And so that was your luxury. So I'm sitting there eating my donut. I haven't had a sweet in 20 weeks. Um, I was allowed one cheat meal my entire since I started working with uh, Kyle one cheat meal. And so I hadn't had a sweet in a long time and I'm sitting there eating it and I'm like mm, mm, mm. and Marshall's like why don't you make those sounds for me and I was like <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> I was like maybe if I hadn't had you in 20 weeks I'd make those sounds <laughs> holy <laughs> shit that got good real quick <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah the, uh, and then my oh, other poor Marshall <laughs> <laughs> my other story I always tell so I worked at a construction company at the time and I was about a month out at this time and one of our project managers was leaving and I worked the front reception and so to bid him farewell first he bought Sandy's donuts for the entire office which whatever that was a little ways away from me but for lunch he bought pizzas for the entire office and everyone in the back and he lined them up on my desk in oh, front of me man. and I was like okay we're a month out we can't Damn. do anything but That's I sat tough. there and watched everyone come up and you know how it is I had to sit there and 
watch smell everybody that eat. delicious pizza. And then, and then you get people, well, can't you just have a Yeah, pie? can't you just have can't one? Can't you just yeah. have one pie? What's it going to do to you? What's it going to yeah. do? <laughs> but I will As, say, I was scared of Kyle. And if I would have cheated at all, he was hardcore. He yeah. would have. Like, he yeah. didn't play, man. No. People, so the he one was thing. hardcore. Um, I always tell people this too when they ask if I cheated and I was like, no, I was terrified. So the first time um, I had to do a hit session that Kyle had programmed for me, it was a bike session. It was super easy and it was supposed to be like five hit set or five hits um, and increase from one, two, three, four, five on the bike. So nothing crazy. And after I got done, he was like, oh, how did it go? And I was like, oh, good. It was easy. So I just upped my resistance a little bit and he yelled at me and he was like, you need to do what I say. If that, if it's not on there, don't do it. It's for a reason. And he like chewed my ass for doing extra cardio. And I was like, okay, <laughs> so no, I'm not cheating. Yeah, so. That yeah. guy did not play. I'm no. not joking. I watched no. him coach so many people, bro. but he, he was so bad. But about he, it. he's not wrong though. And, and that's where I fucking fucked up too, mm-hmm. because I would, the thing about bodybuilding is you get in your head and you're the, you're the number one enemy when you're when you're competing mm-hmm. because you you're constantly judging yourself and you're like god i'm not i'm not i'm not where i should be i'm not you know i'm not anywhere and my coach here. has me off i gotta make adjustments i gotta do yeah. this yeah. i gotta do that i know my body uh, i gotta do extra cardio <laughs> and i did that fucking every single day yeah. and i was just like beating the shit out of myself on the cardio mm-hmm. and yeah that well, shit fucking burns in your muscle and that's why i wanted a coach because with powerlifting i never had a coach up until yeah. i actually came back and i'm i wanted one because i had no idea what i was doing especially with the diet and all that so mm-hmm. yeah I, I learned quick though that you listen to what he says so. you listen to exactly what yeah. he says and he says if you do 20 minutes of cardio you do 20 minutes not 25 yeah, yeah. Kyle, yeah. Kyle hated other bodybuilding prep coaches, yeah. too, because he was so meticulous about the way he did things. He would just pick apart other people and just, like, say how they didn't oh. have any dedication and how they modified programs and plans. And that's why their athletes were all fucked up. Like, I mean, that guy was just like he was, he was an amazing coach. He was like he did not 100 percent on board. With yeah, when he, he was a bodybuilder to the death, when he would train me in person and sometimes he would train Steph and I in person together, which I loved that. But he would walk around me or us 360 watching us. And he would be like, um, your right foot needs to come in a half an inch and just like meticulous like that. So mm-hmm. he was by far one of the best coaches that I've ever had in my life. And I've played sports my entire life. And yeah. he was amazing. Very, very hands on. Yes. Yeah, he was passionate mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. I, I, I remember when he when he had passed and I think I went with Steph or somebody to his apartment to like clean mm-hmm. up some of his stuff and whatnot because he didn't have family in town. And uh, it was like a studio apartment, no bedroom, no nothing. It was like the living room and the kitchen were the same thing. And it was an air mattress and bodybuilding books everywhere on the floor. Really? Everywhere. Like bodybuilding science, you know, nutrition, you know, bodybuilding prep, like you name it. It was body like this guy eat, sleep and breathe bodybuilding. It's yeah. so crazy how dedicated he was. Very to that passionate. Lifestyle. Yeah. Super passionate. Yeah. Yeah. It was nuts. Yeah, that was uh, that was a tough one. Um, yeah. So uh, when you when you were dieting down, did you? And I think we talked about this once, but uh, did you feel like very run down and zombie like? And yes. So first of all, I enjoyed the process. I'm very glad I did it. Um, when I started, I didn't think I was going to finish because um, I'd never had to follow a diet before that, and I ate vegetables. <laughs> so force feeding myself broccoli and asparagus 
each twice a day for almost a year was not fun. Um, and those are the good vegetables. Oh, the God, two that you oh. just named. <laughs> um, but I during like prep, asparagus, but broccoli can get you. It fucks your guts yeah. up. During prep, since I was keto, I um, he had me using grapeseed oil, coconut oil, and olive oil on my things. And my favorite meal was chicken and asparagus with coconut oil. I loved it. Um, now I don't want to look. <laughs> isn't that isn't that fucking nuts? When you are starving, <laughs> you know, and you are looking forward to that chicken and rice and asparagus. <laughs> And you are counting down the minutes until you so can you could, have yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Like, that's wild. <laughs> Did he I, ever have you put the um, the apple cider vinegar in your meals oh, all the time, too? No, I took them as straight shots. I had to oh, take okay. seven, seven yeah. shots a day. I remember really when little. Eric was, was prepping for with digestion you. or what? Um, for it, it does everything. Oh, well. apple cider vinegar is really yeah. good. For I used you. to do that, but I was like, I. And I learned to love that stuff. Yeah. Oh my god, I used oh, to I still take crave that stuff. Do you really? Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know what it is about. I just it makes me feel healthy, bro. Like, yeah. if you get a sore throat or you feel like you're gonna yeah. get sick, and you take a shot of that shit. It just mm-hmm. feels like it just goes in and eliminates all that shit real mm-hmm. quick. It's so weird, bro. I mm-hmm. like that shit a lot. Does uh, so when you're in prep, does Kate ever tell you like I would go to Marshall and be like, oh my gosh, this is really good. You have to taste it. And he's like, I think you just like it because you're in prep. Yeah, <laughs> your yeah. taste is just a little off. Yeah. Does Kate ever? Yeah. Do you ever get that? Yeah. The the taste, like I said, the taste bud thing is just it's fucking off the charts. Like, I, again, you're like a vampire. Everything is heightened. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So anything that you eat is gonna taste like orgasmic <laughs> yeah oh the night before the upper chris let me have um almond butter and again i think marshall actually videoed it but i was just like savoring every last little <laughs> little bite yeah, of that just moaning over yeah. it uh, yeah. yeah he i mean he has video somewhere of it but <laughs> i bet he does like he puts on headphones to make love to kathy bro. <laughs> It's just too quiet here. Yeah, he puts on some headphones and goes to town. He's like, I'm the man. <laughs> oh, shit. Yep, Marshall done fucked up. Let Kathy come on the show alone. <laughs> so how was it uh, when you were dieting? How was it being trying to be a mom and a wife? Oh, yeah. So um, you asked if I was run down ever. Yeah. And so Freya at that time was about a year and a half old. Um when it really started getting bad, where I was full into keto, had an ed carbs in eight weeks, something like that. Mm-hmm. And she would bring a book over to me on the floor and I would just hope that she wouldn't ask me to turn the pages. Cause I was so run down and had no energy. Um, so I remember that being really hard. I felt horribly guilty as a mom, just being like, I'm a horrible mom. I can't even play with my kid. I would watch her and Marshall run around the table and, she's giggling and laughing and I just felt like a bad mom and people were like, she's not going to remember. And I'm like, but I'll remember. (laughs) I felt so bad. And you know, Marshall's like, well, it's only temporary, you know, it's only a couple more months, but I remember feeling really, really bad and guilty about that. Yeah. That's what people got to understand is when you're trying to achieve that 4%, 5%, whatever it is, body fat, it literally feels like you're, a walking zombie. I would tell people each of my legs felt like 500 pounds. Like just, or same at work. If I had to get up to print something, I would print like 20 things at a time. So I wouldn't have to get up and keep walking back and forth because my limbs just felt so heavy. Heavy. Did you ever record how low you got for the show? For body fat? Yeah. No, but my stage weight was 126. 126. Which is insane. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I, uh, 
Yeah, you were jacked though. I remember that. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. I honestly, yeah, sure. I don't like looking at those pictures because yeah. I, I think, I think I lost a lot of my shoulders and legs and glutes. Um, I felt like I was way too skinny. Yeah. I feel like I'm the, one of the only ones that's like, I don't ever want to be back to that lean yeah. again. <laughs> um, yeah. So I look at those and I just see skinny. I don't see jacked, you yeah. know, but. Gotcha. Fair enough. I get that. Yeah. I, I love shocking people though. Mar- I remember them. Marshall being, being like, okay, she's too lean now. Yeah. yeah. Like I remember oh, him yeah. coming to the desk saying that he's like, yeah, I like it. It's cool. But man, she's too lean now. I don't, I don't know if I like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like some meat. <laughs> yes, that definitely, honestly, it changed him. He, yeah. um, yeah, before I did bodybuilding, I think he liked the idea of a fit chick and then he got one and was like, nah, I'll take a little meat bones, <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. Oh shit. Um, I forgot what I was going to say. You guys are going to talk amongst yourself. I got to figure it out. <laughs> oh, so, I was going to bring up, uh, uh, not to b- keep bringing up fucking old shit from the past, but so during that whole incident with the powerlifting meet and everything, yeah, how 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 hard was it for you just like to try to contain yourself during? Because Marshall's such a passive guy, <laughs> and it was just like to witness it. I like if it were me, I, I would be really pissed off to witness that. So he had said I was head judging on bench when. Sullivan came up and was like screaming in them, you know, at yeah. Dave, where's Marshall, where's Marshall? Yeah. And so I don't remember who it was, but someone motioned, you know, to look over my shoulder. And so I look and Marshall's just sitting there <laughs> <laughs> in the chair. Yeah. And then Joe, you know, is basically I level yeah. with him at that yeah. point, just screaming at him. And so I went from zero to 10 real quick. And, um, knowing, you know, Marshall's back was really messed up at that point. Um, I, I was seeing red very fast and but you couldn't do anything because you were you were yeah. judging at the time and you could yep and I was head judge couldn't so leave, couldn't leave your post they had some quick press commands at flight no I'm just kidding <laughs> um, <laughs> but yes um so I motioned over for um Kevin to go and just be over there in case Joe tried anything which I can't I couldn't see Joe trying anything he's a lot of bark and I don't think a whole lot of bite um but he, then, he, he, sounds like he likes to talk on social media, though. Oh, a lot. Yes, he loves it. Um, did you, speaking of him while we're on the topic, did you see he, he was, or was it you that sent it? Someone, he got like a cease and desist. Really? Uh, sent on him uh, oh. from uh, the USPA, USPA. And oh. he had to go and do an apology and everything like no that. Shit. And, yeah, yeah. He had to go on social media and say as part of their plea agreement or whatever like their agreement to like dead this or whatever because he was like filing a lawsuit against them or something and somehow they countered it against him and he had to go on and apologize on social media publicly and read a letter saying how you know he's always supported them and like basically he just had to put foot in mouth bro it looks like so from what i understand when the whole thing with the uspa was going down he kind of like elected himself to be the voice of the powerlifting people that's why i was i was confused so he was he was in talks with like the high ups of the USPA, and from what I understand, he asked to record their session. Yeah, that's what it was. And it was meant to be private, but he wanted it to go back and review later. He gave it to and Goob. He like gave it to Goob and released it, and so I'm pretty sure that's why. That's what it was. Yeah, now, he now you're got in trouble. Me. Um, and then yes, his apology was very BS and apparent. I don't. 
follow him. I'm probably blocked. I blocked him. I but, think he um, meant for it to not look to, to to not mean it. He was just doing what he was told yeah. to do as part of the deal. Yeah. That you know for the suit or whatever. Um, which fine. Like who cares? The point is. You got your foot put in your mouth and you had to stop. Now you look yeah. stupid. Yeah. Well, but on his page, all of his little followers were like giving him praise for being so, you know, stunning oh, and yeah. brave. But people on the USPA page were just like knocking him down a few <laughs> notches. So, yeah. But, um, <laughs> but yeah. little mental midget. All Very because Marshall's so. got to be starting shit everywhere he goes. Yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah. um, so Marshall just can't stand when people that are pieces of shit come out looking like the hero and when they're not they're just using it for their own gain Mm. so that really gets to him and he will not stand down (laughs) he will yeah there was uh some other interesting stuff that happened in williston recently (laughs) are we allowed to bring that up oh gosh what um oh yeah i I mean yeah i don't know i'm not saying that i stand in any direction of it but definitely we could fucking talk about it because it's it's all over the place public yeah and i would also um totally give them an opportunity to come on and defend themselves if they wanted to but it was made public by by dave um about the the last incident that we had on the show where we tried to like mediate and and talk (laughs) between dave and and uh the loblos um but yeah apparently dave got some information on some stuff (laughs) that went down in another gym out there in williston where there was a fight it's the pit, and, right? Uh, was it the pit? Uh, yeah, yeah, that the pit. Um, no, not the pit. Not the. There's a pit house of gains is the one I'm talking about. Okay. Yeah, pit yeah. house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. it was there. There was there was a fight with Tristan, I believe, and and someone else. And the one side of the story so far her. is that she headbutted the chick, uh, yeah. attacked her, and then she got arrested. They Started posted like. I think her, that the whole headbutting thing has been debunked. Like, yeah, yeah. That, I thought that it wasn't I thought true. So too. Yeah. Um, I don't. <clears throat> think it was nearly as serious as people first thought so but i don't really i don't know yeah. i mean an arrest was made or at least there was a mugshot of so yeah that dave had posted but yeah I, I haven't reached out to them to ask any specific details but that definitely made its rounds pretty quick and <laughs> sure did. Were buzzing about it yeah <laughs> that, that was definitely buzzing yeah, yeah. <laughs> So yeah, it was just kind of interesting, you know. But like, look, this this is what I think what it boils down to is is the understanding though, man, that like everyone should just mind their own fucking business. Yeah, you know? plain and simple. Yeah. Like stay out of each other's business. Let people do because we're all out here making mistakes, fucking up, or getting into situations. Like I don't act innocent, you know what I mean? I got mm-hmm. my fair share of dirt. I've told stories. <laughs> like people could hate me for fucking life with some of the stuff I've done, but mm-hmm. I feel like I'm recovered. Mm-hmm. I feel like yeah. I'm on the straight and narrow now and I'm doing different. <laughs> so I don't like to judge people over shit like that. But because we run this show, I definitely enjoy the gossip and, and, <laughs> what the, I think and the talk about it, it. You know, it also comes down to people that are um, keep bringing up shit on social media to try to get attention. Yeah. Well, and I think with them, the whole thing was that at first they were like demanding transparency with everything. And yeah. then this happens and it's just yeah. like, oh, are you going to be transparent now? Yeah. And let um, us all know what happened. Yeah. Come clean. So, let, let us yeah. know what happened. I think that was funny. Yeah, yeah. So, are you? Um, do you dive into politics at all, or do you pay attention to politics at all? Um, I think we should can all of them and start over. That's my thought on politics. Yeah, I'm not a huge, uh, so, huge fan of it. Yeah, and you vote. Mm-hmm. You do. Who'd well, you vote sometimes. for? This last time, uh, Trump. Marshall does not vote. By the way. He doesn't. No. Or at least he said he didn't. 
Maybe he did. I don't think he did. Yeah. I, I told him when the election was going on, I was like, you're going to go vote, right? It's like, no. Or <laughs> so he said something like that. Like, my, my, my other thought on politics is people, gosh, throw right. bits about what the president is doing, but I no. just think it's a, they're just a puppet and don't actually have a whole lot of. In this particular case, control. that's 100% factual. Yeah. So I think in most case scenarios, it's not always like that. Right now, our current standing president, he is one thousand percent a puppet. Do you do you think he? It's be. still the real Joe Biden that we. Or do you think he? Uh, I don't know. He died, I, and they I, just brought in a body well, double. You see all the fucking <laughs> for, like for, for for all I believe these days, they they fucking uh, clone the guy. Yeah, exactly. you know what I mean. Yeah. Like I don't they know, like Tyrone. Yeah, dude. yeah, they clone the guy for all. I, like that's my but belief you, system like, today. Do you know who Fetterman is? Oh gosh, that sounds familiar. There's, okay, so he's the uh, Pennsylvania senator. There's a there's a picture out there of multiple pictures. Yeah, so it's like a it's a collage of all the different photos of Fetterman, but he looks fucking different in every one of them. Oh. But it's supposed to be him. And the guy, um, if you watch him talk, like he. But that's the thing, though. Like you would think, if they put a clone in there, that would put somebody in there that was like capable Can of speaking, speak? <laughs> speaking correctly. Well, no, I, I think that they're they're putting people out here on purpose to look stupid bro because i this i wasn't doing a bunch of serious analyzation but i saw a, a kamala harris uh talk again and i'm so dumbfounded by how actually like incompetent she really is yeah. but she tries to talk big like yeah. she tries to use big words and be all professional and be all philosophical but she, just repeat, but she doesn't really make any damn sense when she's talking so yeah. then i thought to myself wait so this is the vice president of the united states of america yeah our president is about 10 times dumber than her right now, unfortunately, <laughs> but this can't be real. You know, Fetterman, Pelosi, like some of these people knew some, they're, they're, they're obnoxiously planted there to look stupid. I just don't, I can't believe that we as a nation and the people that are in politics would all, even like the Democrats would all just go, yeah, these are the ones they're doing a great job. Like there's still people out there arguing that they're doing a good job. Is, <laughs> you got it. This is Joe Biden today. So <laughs> send that to me. I'll post it in the, in the. I'll edit it in. Oh my god, dude! It's no, just, it's bad, bro. It's, it's so. Bad. And then and then Fetterman is no better. Like he he, granted the guy had a stroke, but he's definitely fucking compromised. But right? even still, even still, sorry he had a stroke. That's yeah. that's sad. Whatever. Yeah. Like thank thank God he's still alive. Should be in charge. But he's in no position you know, no to be position. in the position yep. he's in. Yep. If that's the case, right? Like you can say, oh yeah, the guy's really dumb and doesn't make good decisions and can't talk because he had a stroke. So it's just like, okay, cool. Why is he in? Why is he that yeah. position he's yeah. in then? Yeah. yeah, that makes no sense. That's yeah. the other thing is I don't understand why is it the House and Senate that there's no term limits so right, you can just right. be I don't well, understand that either. You could die, be 95 die, years yeah. old and die, die in that seat. And you could literally die. And, like yeah. she, it was like a, a week or two ago she was there. They wheeled her. They wheeled her in a <laughs> wheelchair to, to get her vote they while she was on her in. deathbed. And she's bro. like, ah, like she had no idea what the fuck was going on. It's so fucked. But up. then she died. This, but this is how bad they don't want Trump. This is how bad they don't want him to get in that they're willing to hold on to all the dinosaurs like, that hate him right now because the new guys yeah. don't hate him. So they're holding on to all these dinosaurs that yeah. will hate on him. Yeah. They don't want him in so bad that they're using, abusing and manipulating the people at their disposal who are like too old to even be out and about alone anymore. 
Yeah. But yet they're in the Senate. Like they would get lost. They would get lost. Like going to get (laughs) groceries. Joe Biden gets lost on stage. Yeah. Like that's so crazy. You've been, you just walked up there and you've just been standing there. Now you don't know how to get down. So here's the reason. Here's the reason why I think that people need to start paying attention that normally don't give a fuck about politics is that I think, I hope that we're finally at a turning point. So what just happened? We had a guy in January, Kevin McCarthy, he's the House Speaker, so he's in charge of the GOP Republicans, right? He's the HBIC head bitch in charge. <laughs> but he he didn't get there very easily. Like there there was uh I think it was like 13 rounds of votes until he finally got in. But the only way he got in was that he they had a list of demands that he had to meet in order for him to become speaker, which was like you need to release all the January 6 tapes so that the American people can know exactly what happened. We have to reduce the spending because we're $30 trillion in debt. We have to uh, impeach Mayorkas. We have to impeach Biden. Biden uh, Mayorkas is the guy that's, uh, what is he, uh, DOJ or one of the, whatever, three, three-letter agencies, right? So <laughs> we got to kick his ass out. Uh, we got to build a border wall. So we had all these different things that we wanted McCarthy to do, right? He didn't do shit. So they said, you know what? You're fucking out. So there was eight Republicans that wanted him to boot him out of the speaker, right? And so how do you do that? You get eight Republicans and then you get the Democrats to vote against him. So now he's out. Oh, wow. Yeah. And what are they saying now? They say, I am not going to support the next House Speaker unless they remove that rule where we can boot them out. Mm. That's what they're saying now. And they're also saying there, there's some people saying, like, I'm only going to support that guy who, who is over next as long as they keep giving funds to Ukraine. Yeah. So you why see, is you that? See, why is that there's people so you who see, want that? You see where I'm at right now, right? Yeah, so yeah. you see where I'm talking about. So we we had a group of republicans that were listening to the people saying like you guys say that you're going to do something but you never fucking do it which is why we are at, all of politics why we are here but now you got these eight republicans that are listening to their constituents and saying no you promised this you didn't deliver and now you have to fucking leave and we want to find somebody that's actually going to deliver for us so that's why I feel like we're finally at a turning point where we can actually start voicing our opinions. It's going to matter because we're holding these fucking politicians accountable and we, we, we cannot keep fucking spending as much money as we spend because that's, what's causing this, all this inflation. Like it should not cost me $22 to go to fucking Qdoba (laughs) and get double steak. Like, that's it shouldn't happen, but that's where it's, we're it's at. Un-American. It's because we've spent a hundred, a hundred plus, hundred thirty some billion dollars to Ukraine already, right? And then we're just we're constantly fucking writing checks, and that's what's costing. We were willing to shut down our government, yeah, and continue funding them. That's as a result of not funding them. Yeah, exactly. Why? Why are we so pent up on giving them more money than they've ever given to the American people who are in need? And that's the thing. Yeah, that's my Ever in history, probably accumulatively, we've never given this much money back to our country to help our 
lack our our struggling people the homelessness the poverty the the ghettos you know none of that shit but what do you think we're doing over there we're helping their homeless their poverty their yep. the the ghettos you know the the yep. needy with all of this money and giving them all this money to fund a war that's why like i get i get like when we've had allies and we've you know we do these things you know we we protect each other but come on <laughs> like we're really just giving them all our money yeah, I guess all of it, literally. Like we don't even have the money to give, so therefore we're giving them all of our money. We're yeah. in, we're in more debt than we've ever been as a nation because of the amount of money we're continuing to give there. Yeah. But they write it into other bills to make it look like collectively this is why we're in debt because yeah. we wanted to help Americans. You know, like yeah. giving Hawaii seven hundred dollars to all those people. Yeah, weird. <laughs> Which is a whole other thing. I don't know if you follow that. But man, there's some weird stuff going on there still, man. And it's just uh, the, these other countries they're they're getting rid of the dollar. Like the dollar was always the the world currency. Yeah. And now that's it's becoming less and less valuable because of how much inflation. Yeah, well, there like is. bricks now. They're, right. They're not. They won't do trade anymore. Yeah. Between Brazil, Russia. Yeah. Um, what is it? China. China. Yeah. Iran. Yeah. And I can't remember India. The other. India or something like that. Yeah. So it's like they won't even trade in the U S dollar anymore. They're trying to destroy the dollar. So like, yeah, what happens when that comes to reality? When, when the money that we have is no longer worth anything, we are no longer the, the superpower that we once were. Yeah. And we're already not. That's why, that's why we are already not. That's why I'm saying that I feel like everybody now really has to pay attention and we need to start holding our elected officials accountable. If they're not gonna do what they say they are gonna do, you need to kick them the fuck out. Yep. That's what that's what it comes down to. It. And so you got guys like Matt Gates, and I've been a big supporter of Matt Gates, and I think he's doing the right thing. So hopefully, the next guy that becomes speaker is, and whether or not that's gonna be Trump, I don't know. I saw that Jordan just like Jim Jordan. Jim Jordan. Or, yeah. yeah, he said that he would do it, and then you got Trump saying that he would do it for. For so long, ninety so, days or something. Yeah. yeah, so that's, and this is the first time this has ever happened in our country. By the way, yeah, we're having a lot of firsts in the last three years, aren't we? <laughs> it's yeah, <laughs> and so maybe we are at a turning point where, like yeah. I said, this we'll never be the same again. That's for start, sure. This yeah, country will no. never go back to the same. They win, no. but there will be a new normal. I remember in twenty twenty when it was oh God, the, the new normal, normal was a conspiracy theory. Yeah. Now they use the actual oh. term new normal. Yeah, I can't. yeah. they yeah. literally use that term now. They they even yeah. talk about the twenty thirty agenda, like all that. It's all real, so it's yeah. no longer a conspiracy theory because they all say it out loud now. The president, everyone says it now. We're going to have to adapt to the new normal. The new normal. We used to say that's never going to fucking phrase. happen. We're yeah. not going into no phrase. new normal. We're going to get back to. We're never going back. It's too, we're too far out. It's never going to reverse. Yeah. Now there will be a fucking new normal forevermore going forward. But whose new normal is it going to be now is what it boils down to. Well, theirs or ours. If there's one thing that Trump has done is waking, woke up a lot of people. Yeah. And now a lot of people are starting to pay attention to all the bullshit yeah. that we've been, we've just accepted yeah. and we really didn't care about. But now it's like, okay, we need to start paying attention because this does affect us actually like that's your fucking money being spent not in your state or in your country it's being sent spent elsewhere that's your money you've earned that money so that's why you need to pay attention because it does directly affect you and when you go to the grocery store and the fucking chicken costs 389 a pound that's too much 
It's too <laughs> fucking much. Straight up. Used to be a dollar something. Or here's an even better one. You go to like grocery stores in like LA and shit in like big cities. They're locking their meat up, bro. Oh, yeah. Because it's so expensive. People yeah. are stealing it. Oh. They're locking it. <clears throat> That's fucking crazy. Wow. Yeah. Think about that. That's some crazy shit. But because it's so expensive. We're, we're in some and serious times, the, man. And the, the other thing that uh, right before the government shutdown, they were going to they were going to do a vote. And that guy went and pulled the fire alarm. Did you yeah, see that? Yeah, He pulled the fucking fire He ain't getting in trouble for it either. And he's not getting in trouble. Like, literally, he interfered. in the law, intervened in a uh, congressional yeah. hearing or a vote. a vote. He interfered in it. Yeah. And he's not getting they in trouble. They got video footage of the guy doing it. You know what he said? He said he thought it was going to open up the door. That was that's what he said. He said that the fire alarm he thought was going to open up the door, even though it says fire alarm on it. Yes, real big on the handle. So even if that were the case, do you really think that you should be in that position if you don't know what a fucking fire alarm is? Right. These are the people that are making decisions about our well-being as a nation, and we're supposed to just sit back and be like, "Nah, they're doing good." But you got guys that are doing like fucking twenty years for moving a barrier on January sixth. That's crazy. That's why you need yeah. to pay attention. Oh, by the way, Biden did uh, um, reapprove some of the some Trump's wall. Oh yeah, yeah uh, I saw that. Thirty miles or something. Now that shit's hit the fan. He's like, oh yeah, yeah we better start <laughs> building the wall idea. back up. Well, it's because they they kept sending them to New York, and now New York's is just like on fire because they they have all this these oh, illegals man. in their city, and they have nowhere to put them. So now the Democrats are getting pissed and they're starting to turn on him. And they're saying, like, what the fuck are you doing? So Kamala Harris, I don't know if you guys know that. She is supposed to be the border czar. Like, yep. that was her one yep. job yep. was to fix the border. She went she went to El Paso and was was there for, like, a day. And that was it. That was her. That was her. That was her, her, her way of fixing the border. Yeah. These people are horrible. Really bad. Yeah. Like, horrible. fucking bad. This, but see, this is like what our kids have to grow up in. Like they're setting the stage to make sure, a, they're going to make sure these kids are dumb. Like no and doubt about it. You follow you, what they're and told. Your, your kids in the school system yes. are being taught nothing but to listen and follow the the crowd. Right. That's why there's so many transgender kids in elementary schools right now. What the fuck? That makes no sense. Mm-hmm. But this is what our kids are going to be a part of. And even my son sometimes like. You know, because I'm, I know I'm extreme, but like, I'll tell them shit, you know, that goes on. I'm like, I'm, you guys make sure you don't fucking play none of that shit in your school. With, and they're just like, oh, it's not that bad, dad, this thing or that thing. You know, I'm just like, no, we will make no exceptions. When you turn 18, you can do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. But right now I got to make sure I do everything I can to instill what I believe is right. If I'm wrong, so be it. But I'm not teaching them to hate. I'm not teaching them to hurt anybody. I'm teaching them to be protectors, but I'm teaching them to be wise and pay attention to what the fuck's going on and to not follow the crowd. It's yeah. the worst thing that you can tell your kid right now is just like, you know what? You should do what's socially acceptable and just be kind and loving towards people. No, some of these motherfuckers out here need to feel your anger. There's just, there's no other way to put it. And our kids aren't safe when we're gone. They're fucked because yeah. the majority of their generation is going to be puppets to the, the leaders of this world. Right. And that's all they're waiting for. They're building it up right now. You, we talk about this all the time on the show, but there's they can't get people into the military because they can't oh, yeah. even score high enough. Yeah, I literally had one today that she scored uh, 24. And, you know, she was born here, so there's no excuse for that. 
24 out of what? So the 31 is, is to get in. That's the bare minimum. What is the, what is the whole test out of? It's, a, it's the ASVAB. It's, it's our written oh, test okay. that we have, it's, you know, it's uh mathematics and basic uh, competence and yeah. Especially for kids fresh out of high school. Yeah. They should or be nailing in, in high school. That's, I mean, they, they do algebra in high school. So there's really no reason that a high school student's not able to pass, but that's what we're dealing but with. But a high school student and, and a junior high school student can pass to the next grade. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At failure. And that's the problem is that yeah. they just, they just kind of shuffle them off and yeah. yeah, they don't fail students anymore. It's so bad. So high school is a little bit more strict than junior high, but man, in junior high, it was, there were times we'd go to parent teacher meetings and they're like, yeah, Parker's basically not doing good. And he's missing <laughs> assignments. And you know, the teacher just like, yeah, yeah it's whatever. Shitty. And then I'm just like, well, that's not acceptable. And why are we just finding out about this? It's just yeah. like, well, you know, all he's got to do is get the assignments done, turn them in and it'll be fine. I'm like some of these things were like two months past due, but there's and like no accountability and there's they have no. To still there's, give them normal credit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They literally do. He has to be able to move on. So mm-hmm. it's like you know, I'm like, all right, we're gonna get all this shit done and turn it in. And he's just like, yeah, that's cool. You know, like no big deal. And I'm just like, man, this is crazy. Like, mm-hmm. fail him. Yeah. <laughs> make yes. make this kid learn that because I know what they're trying to do. I know they're trying to teach my kids that it's acceptable to do a, to do nothing, yeah. and that you'll still get by in life. And you know what? The government will take care of you and there'll be systems in place. So it's okay. We just want to be fair and equal. Yeah. So yes, there's some really smart kids in class, but you're special too. And you're important too. And so you get to pass. Mm-hmm. Fuck that. Yeah. Fuck, if my kid fails, let him know, fucking ring a bell and let him know he failed Yeah. because he needs to wake the fuck up and do well. And that's how I teach my kids. Like failure is not an option. Yeah. It's just not an option. You have to try. Well, and then when they go to college and realize they actually have due dates and all that, because they in the real world, you got to pay for it. You're good. <laughs> yeah. If you miss a due date at your yeah. job, how many, how many times can you do that before yeah. they're like, Hey, yes. you're fired. Yeah. Yes. So Accountability. I, yeah, I feel like it's yeah. a much harsher learning curve once they get there than yeah. just that's what they're used to their entire schooling. You right. know, should, well, should. that's probably why there's so many college students that are dropping out now Yeah, because once they get to college and they're missing their assignments, their grade drops, well then they're, they end up getting kicked out or my favorite is when they still try to get their parents involved to like call the school and try to get them like an extension. Right. You're like, you're an adult deal with this. This, yeah. is, this is happening. Yeah. Just way too much coddling and babying. It's just, yeah. and, and we create things outside of, that, you know, like they make things real easy for them to not need it, because if you don't need it, you won't want it. If there's a better option, that's easier. You'll take that option. Yeah. And then as you grow, that'll be what you're accustomed to. And so when the government says, hey, we have to have control of this now and we'll let you use it. And then you'll be safe. They're going to be like, that's cool. So I could still do my OnlyFans and I'll be straight. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, that's fine. OnlyFans. Go do your thing. You're going to get paid as much. But Yeah. Go do it. Yeah. Simple. It's easy. You don't have to stress. Yeah. Easy life, right? You don't got to bend a finger. This is what they want. I'm telling yeah. you. This is why, that's why OnlyFans is, is, exist. That's why Uber exists. That's why uh, fucking food delivery exists now. That's mm-hmm. why the grocery store will deliver to you now. That's why the fucking corner fucking market, the, the gas station, will you can get shit delivered to you from there now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's why. Because the more simplistic we can make everything, now guess what? You don't need cars. Lazy. You don't the, need to yeah. leave your Idiocracy. house. You, yeah. So it's like there's these things it's have right. their benefits, True. though. Like it, I, I understand that. I'm not trying to say we can't evolve. We certainly can. But like we didn't just evolve. 
We got lazy. We we flipped the switch overnight real, real quick. with COVID. Yeah. They used COVID yeah. to to adopt all of these new things mm-hmm. and had the perfect excuse for it because they knew that when they when they were done pretending about COVID, all these things would be staples in the household now. Yeah. And they are. 100% across the board. Everyone uses it, you know? Mm-hmm. AI is a really big thing and a thing that we're all like talking it's dangerous, it's not good. There's a lot of benefits to it, but it's got to have limits. Yeah. And it's moving fast. fast. AI can do things today that it couldn't do a month ago. Mm-hmm. Did you ever watch the social dilemma, that documentary? I did not yet. Netflix? Oh, you haven't? No, I haven't watched that it. Was good. You're yeah. going to want to, I know you good. only do social media for your business account now, but you're going to want to shut that all down <laughs> immediately after you watch it and never let your kids. Oh, I'm sure I'm aware of what's on it yeah. and how it works. And so I don't even, yeah, I'm very aware all of the, that stuff. Yeah, algorithms yeah. and all yeah. that. It's oh, for sure. It, it, it is for sure. 100%. I, I'm more aware of it too, because I utilize a lot of that knowledge yeah. to my advantage now with marketing and you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I'm very aware of how it works. You know sucks is that uh i i'm a big supporter of elon musk for buying x and and whatnot but it uh x is still it's the same thing like i'll see people that i don't follow nor like i give a shit less but they're still popping up on my feed to i don't know if that's just to get engagement or what but well it's of similar interest yeah that's that's how they do the algorithm. But I got fucking Stephen King, dude. Stephen yeah, but King. he's political. He's very political. He's political, yeah, he's, so he fits the the he he falls in line with the shit that so you do he, on there. He would he would go on there like that guy's weird about talks, politics. He talks yeah. shit about Trump all the time. Yeah. <laughs> just go on there, and fuck you, Stephen King. Your, your shit. Sucks. I like. Dude, I've seen Elon troll him too. Yeah, on, on the comments yeah. and share his yeah. stuff and troll him so. Yeah, it's cool. I like Elon too. I, I think he he's well. Uh, he he just he just posted. Uh, was it yesterday? I think he said the FBI needs major reform. Yeah, and I was like, fuck yeah. Well, you saw he went to Texas too yeah. to the border and yeah. shit too, and was like talking. And about he's all that uh, shit there. he's trying to promote independent journalists, which is huge. Yeah, yeah. Because if you guys watch any fucking sort of news station, even local, like it's all the same. It's yeah. all fucking bullshit. All they do is it's it's just a propaganda political machine. Yeah, yeah it's just yeah. all bullshit. Yeah. So if you get those independent journalists, it's like us. if yeah, we're independent <laughs> journalists, dude. We're just looking for the drama, the yeah. hype, the gossip. Yeah. You know, we just want to hey, hide click, and subscribe, yeah. share. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, he's promoting these journalists, and that's what we need because yeah. if you you can go to whoever you want to get your information, yeah. you know what I mean, yep. and listen listen to a long long form rather than just a two minute soundbite you can listen to somebody for two hours if you want and that's what that's important yeah to hear the whole story not just a a snippet um in the social dilemma they talk about how depending on what region of the country you're in if you go google search something it will pull it up to whatever your region is going for yeah so it's not even like if I Googled it and someone in California Googled it. We would have completely different yeah. search engines that yep. pop up. For sure. It's so weird. It's so weird. It's nuts, man. But yeah. Like I said, that kind of stuff works to your advantage though, too. You know, they mm-hmm. do that. They That's actually a marketing tool now. You can go oh, hire yeah. a marketing company and they're like, oh, you, we can geofence and geotag people, places, and locations. Mm-hmm. So like my marketing, you go to, you go to H&R, you go to the gym and you have GPS on your phone, which everyone does. You're now going to get targeted for all my marketing. Mm-hmm. that's how it works yeah if you leave if, if let's say you went to another gym because i geotag other gyms and other nutrition stores right if you go to one of them or you go somewhere it'll show you my ads after you've seen my ads it will record you in your activity 
And if you go into one of my stores or my gym afterwards, it, it count, it counts that as a, uh, um, success marketing. You know what I mean? Hey, we tracked them in this location. So we sent them your, your marketing ads or your video. And then after that, they showed up at your store the next day. Yeah. So that's, that's them saying it's working. We got them, we triggered them, whatever it is. You know what I mean? So, but that's, there's a, there's a place for it. You know what I mean? If you use it for the right things, but the problem is we don't ever do that in this country. We're the worst when it comes to it. I Mm -hmm. think in in all of the world too. Just exploit it. We exploit (laughs) things. It's like how they're talking about the alien technology and how they're, you know, they're going to use it against us, not for us. Yeah. And that's what seems to be the plan. Mm -hmm. So it's crazy stuff. I don't know. Yeah. Well, like we always say, stay strapped or get clapped. Get clapped, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so, one other thing about the kids. So um, I grew up with my mom doing in-home daycare. So I've been around kids my own my whole life. I'm the youngest of five. But anyways, um, right after Marshall and I got married, we moved down to the cities um, to actually train at a specific powerlifting gym. But I started working at a daycare center. And in my interview, they told me I was not allowed to say no to the children. Yeah, oh, I see that. Yeah. And I was like, excuse me? Yeah. <laughs> They're like, nope, you you can't say it. no running. You have to say, use your walking feet, please. And I was like, <laughs> are you kidding me? Positive reinforcement, <laughs> yeah. Kathy. That's and a participation trophy. Yeah, bullshit. It is. And I was blown away. I was like, I can't imagine never hearing no. no. Like, could you imagine growing up never hearing no? And then you have get you're older and someone's like, no, you can't do that. I also can't think that had I heard no less, I would be a different person. Yeah. Like that's stupid. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I, I'm, I'm, or I, I shouldn't say a different, but you would be a different person, but that I would be better off. Yeah. 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 Having, you know, like, I'm sorry, but that, that's well, how you spoil a kid. You, you know, the kids that have yeah. never heard the yeah. word. Hell no, yeah. Hell yeah. you know who yeah. they are yeah. and we don't really care for them. <laughs> they're, they're not, the, they're not the most fun kids to be around. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're yeah, crazy. They're, Kind of turn out to be not so great. They okay. do this. They do this on purpose, though, man. They're mm-hmm. they're definitely out to get this the next generation of people and and do something um, to control them and manipulate them in a way that you know they're just a bunch of dummies. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got all these gender confused, you know, some young adults down running around talking about, oh no, I'm neither. Mm-hmm. I'm this, and oh, that's dumb, and that's just a science thing that doesn't make it real. It's just like, okay, yeah. well, you, you missed science then, <laughs> but like, you know, st- st- yeah, yeah. Stuff like that. They, they, so, so furries, we got furries oh now, you know what I mean? We like, we have transvestites. We have all this stuff that they're making pop- for what reason? Like for what reason does our government need to be pushing this stuff? For what reason? Like the, there's, there's a, a huge community of gays who are against all of this stuff. Mm-hmm. The gays against groomers is a big, big, big fucking organization now. Yeah. And even they're saying, why are you using us yeah. for your agenda? Yeah. Trans are not part of the gay community. They are mental health people. Did you see, uh, <laughs> there was like, a. So Florida had just passed a bill that says anybody that has crimes against children will be death get the is, death penalty. Gets the death yes. penalty. Yes. And somebody from that community had posted, Don't you guys realize this is a direct assault against yeah, I saw that. LGBT and trans community? And they're like, This is the biggest self own 
ever. <laughs> like, do you realize what you're saying? How yeah. did you make that jump? Yeah. <laughs> like, do you realize that? what you're saying? Like, yeah. you, you guys are saying that you guys are pedophiles. Yeah. Not, you know, not, yeah. not all. Hell yeah. They don't, they don't pay attention to the way they defend and protect things in the wrong way. Like you can't, I'm sorry. There's no way to defend pedophilia. First of all, no, you can, you can call it whatever you want to call it. But at the end, of, at the end of the day, you deserve to die. Yeah. yeah. You can't fix that. You can't fix that. I, I, you don't hear of people being rehabilitated for that desire. That I don't know. I, I just don't think it's psychologically possible short of really fucking destroying somebody. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And by that, I mean, like, you probably pretty have to, like, handicap them permanently so that they can't ever do it again or, yeah. trick, you know, beat them in the head so bad that it flips a switch. I don't know. But beyond that, you can't excuse it. You can't uh, be forgiven for it, you just, in my opinion, and I mean this strongly without a doubt or hesitation, you should fucking die. Yeah. Yeah. I think it says something when they go to jail and other inmates try to kill them. Kill them. <laughs> you know, like, even at the lowest yeah. of the low, you're yeah. still the lowest. I yeah. just saw a video the other day of, because these dudes got fucking cell phones and iPads and shit in, in prison nowadays. They're allowed to have accounts online and they do social media. And these motherfuckers, they're barbecuing in prison. They're making rap videos. They're doing all kinds of shit. But I just saw a video the other day because I follow some weird sites that show like shit like this, you know, and these dudes are, they got this pedophile in in, in their cell block with him and he's fucking on the ground, like protecting himself because they're beating his ass. And they're all like one by one putting their fucking feet in there, making him lick the bottoms of their shoes clean. And like, they're just punishing this guy. And I enjoy it so thoroughly. Yeah, <laughs> I enjoy it. So like torture them. Don't yeah. give them the easy way out and just fucking snipe them. Torture them. So not, not to change the subject, but <laughs> Kate just texted me. Oh, she, you're going to be Dion now. She said, uh, Jack scared away by a DoorDash delivery person. They actually ran back to their car with my food. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. He just wanted the food. He ran Dude. out the door, didn't he? Dude, if you know my dog, like he's like the least... He's intimidating, but he's like the friendliest dog ever. That's fucking hilarious. That is good. You gotta, you gotta send me that video so I can throw it up on you. That now. is so funny. You could get that off your ring, right? I think so. Yeah. I'll, I'll ask her if she if he ran outdoors. I'll put that how, on here so people can see it. How protective of he is he? Um, so I feel like Jax is the type of dog that if one of us were were to get harmed, then it would flip a switch. Yeah. Like I have a Halloween decoration. I was fucking with him. <laughs> And the, the the dog is terrifying when he's pissed. Like I was mm-hmm. really fucking with him. I was like, go like this and, yeah. and like scratching him with a with this toy. It's a decoration, but he was he like his lips are curling and he was going and he's got this like girdly freaking growl yeah, yeah. and it's just loud intimidating bark. So I feel like if if need be, then he would tear somebody's fucking head off. Yeah, for sure. watch yeah. out. Yeah. yeah. How about yours and Marshall's dog? <laughs> Our pugs. Yeah. <laughs> watch out. <laughs> little fourteen pound egg will mess you up. Yeah. <laughs> In her little snaggle too. It's always the little dogs that think they're the baddest <laughs> shit though. Isn't it? Yeah. That was our dog with Cody's. <laughs> Cody's dog. Bit our dog's eyeball out of socket. <laughs> she was just hanging in here one night. We were watching the fights. Okay, so yeah. those dogs' eyes bulge out already. <laughs> Not so like went, that, bro. Dude, no he way. was so scared it went. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that shit was crazy. Uh, before we end here, I wanted to bring this up. Uh, John, you had posted uh, the sphere in Las Vegas. 
so there was YouTube concert. Oh yeah, the, have YouTube. you seen that new sphere that they built yeah. there? It's like a multi-billion-dollar sphere. Massive. Super yeah. fucking insanely cool. cool. Insanely yeah. cool. So there was a YouTube concert there, and that then, was how they presented it for the first time to everyone inside. Oh, because inside it's just as big of a of a like a screen. Like what I can't think of what they yeah. call it. Um, is it Omni Theater or something? Yeah, like yeah. That? So they have that on the outside, right? <laughs> so you can turn it into whatever you want. Yep. But it's like that on the inside, inside. too. And oh, so yeah. this was the first time everyone got to see it publicly, that, yep. that the public was welcomed into it, and you two did a concert there. Um, but someone obviously caught this video yep. um, and, and you throw posted it, up, it. Throw it up on the pod, too. Yeah, I'll throw it up. And it, essentially, it's it's a bunch of like... Um, kind of subliminal, hit, subliminal symbolism. Messages. Symbolism and all kinds of stuff, you know, like six, 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 and Subliminal fear messages. and die and slaves yeah. and and death and all like these words. God, God is at dead. a YouTube concert. Yeah, God is dead. Like yeah. all this crazy, it just kept flashing. You know, like and 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 I I compared it and I'll show the video in the when we release this, but I compared it to like when you see in movies. When they're like they, 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 they they're trying to like mind control someone, yeah. and they'll put them in a room and strap their head oh, to yeah. a seat, and just, you know, and, and and open their eyes with yeah. clamps, and then they have TVs all around them showing killings and crazy shit and kids playing, and like they just fucking like brain fuck you, yeah. And that's what it looked like they were doing on the screen. It's fucking weird it, within this giant sphere, like this three dimensional screen that you're sitting in, and yeah. everywhere around you, it's just like brain at a YouTube at a YouTube concert, yeah. And now, and so you, if you know anything about like frequencies and all that stuff and how that works, I'm sure YouTube's music, especially within that, was at a certain frequency, yeah. To fuck with the mind, to get all that stuff triggering you, and do who knows, it's who fucking, knows? It, it's it's interesting to say the least. It's just crazy the stuff that goes on the road. And I love finding stuff to make it a conspiracy theory because <laughs> I'm over people thinking I'm a fucking weirdo. I think it's cool. You Everybody, look into it and yeah. get back to us if you find anything interesting because I it, it is fucking weird. That's yeah. that's weird. Yeah. So check it out. I'll, I'll post the video on here with this. I'll do it right now. And then I'll edit that later. See? <laughs> Anything you want to um, say about Marshall before we go, Kathy? I love him dearly. Okay. Besides that, though, like what's the dirt? What's something you want to give us that we don't know? What's like one of his big secrets or a hidden weakness? Nothing. No, he's really just who he is. I don't know. What he's you see is what you get. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. I mean, yeah. A little bitch. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Um, do, you, do you have to defend him a lot? <laughs> um, every once in a while, he'll say something that I then may have to defend or yeah. not. Yeah. yeah. Um, you ever have to fight for him? I will. You would? Ooh. Yeah. I Like with the yeah. whole Sullivan oh, yeah. thing, I was, I was ready to throw hands. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not a fighter, but with that, I was... Ready to. Yes, very yeah. much so. I'm not yeah. a fighter, but... Yeah, that yeah, I can see that. But no, Marshall's really honestly just very mm. he is who he is. I don't yeah, know. He's he's pretty open and transparent, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's cool. That's cool. What else? <laughs> Anything else we want we don't want to get no dirt? I, I no. There is nothing to get. I, I, I guess was, he's I, good, yeah. yeah. You're safe this time, Marshall. Yeah. Kathy was uh, well behaved. Yeah. We well, could, she did throw you under the bus earlier, but <laughs> we, uh, you could do a podcast with both him and I on here. Cause I'm more likely than to throw him under the bus. Of all things. Ah, like, oh, that's not that's right, the ticket. Actually. She'll yeah. fix him up. Yeah. That's funny. I just saw, they just were saying something about this, about, um, David Beckham and, and that spice girl that he's married to. 
posh or whatever her name is that she was doing some kind of an interview where she was talking about how she grew up like working class and like this big thing is that he he came in the background and just fucking aired her out it was like bullshit <laughs> you grew up working class you're posh spice from the spice girls first of all so you lived a and he just kind of like went off and like called her on her shit and she was like what i was too and like it was in this interview or something that oh, he no did shit. it though so like it's all over the internet people are like hell yeah good on him for calling her ass out so damn that's kathy and marshall right there <laughs> Hey, speaking of uh, last subject, sexy red. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. I wanted to bring that up. Yeah. So, I, have you? Did you go see the video yet? <laughs> she get her cheeks? Clapped? I don't know. Well, yeah. Apparently, it's a sex video. Oh, I yeah. Know. So, so I wake up this morning. Uh, so, so yesterday, the last couple of days, sexy red did an interview with Theo Vaughn. Sexy Red is uh, she's a, the, one of the new rappers, like the new Cardi B or some shit, right? Somebody, right? Yeah. So she's like she's like okay. this hood, you know, rapper chick or whatever, and um, she's she's a I think she's a blood too. She's like a gangbanger, um, and she's from LA if I'm not mistaken. But um, she did an interview with Theo Vaughn, and she basically was like, "Yeah, we need Trump back." I you know I remember everyone was against him. She's like, "But no, this country's fucked up, and I want we need to have Trump back." And so like it became this thing like, "Ooh, this." minority Uh-oh. in the in the in the in the urban culture is not a woke left yeah. you know plant supporter they lost somebody to trump and so like it was this thing for like a 24 or 48 hour period everyone's like oh my god she she's saying that we need trump back she's a trump supporter she's a trump yeah. supporter and then today you wake up and someone leaked a sex tape on her instagram story and she woke up and was like my god you know like i'm so um, what did she say? I'm so sorry. Like, I would never, I don't know how this happened. Like, why would I post that on my own story? So now people are saying because she came out in support of Trump, mm. they leaked it. You know, the powers that be but are punishing she, her. They're it, slapping her right now. They're saying, hey, no, you don't do that to us. If we she run was this smart, shit. if she was smart, she would start an OnlyFans right now. Oh, shoot. Yeah. I think she might already even have one, but she just doesn't go that far. Like, a lot of these chicks do it and just tease, I'm sure. Yeah. But, because of the way she's responding to her sex tape being released and it was released to her Instagram, to her story. So she's like, how, how is, how is this possible? Right. She's like, I would never do that shit for, for clout or for hype. She's, she's like the hottest artist in the game right now. I don't listen to her music, never have, but cause who they make hot is trash today. And yeah. they do that for a reason too. They're dumbing everyone down. Yeah. But in her defense, she said she was a Trump supporter now. And then literally 24 hours later, somehow uh, her own personal sex like a filmed on a phone with her and someone else having sex is what the, they're saying on her story on yeah. her social media yeah. and she's like ain't no fucking way i did that like why would i do that that makes no sense I, i'm not a clout chaser like that and it's yeah so you do the math but it just seems like whenever somebody comes out against the system the system slaps the them system back. slaps back yeah real quick like interesting yeah, yeah. and that's uh our conspiracy theories for the day. <laughs> thanks, Kathy, for coming yeah, on with us. Thanks for having me. Uh, yeah, it's a good conversation. I love getting just a different perspective and, and having some female opinion here because sometimes we believe the hype in that we're toxic masculine men. <laughs> and so when someone like you comes in and, and sides with us, we like to welcome you to the <laughs> toxic table. Yeah. Yeah. So now that we know you think like us, that makes you toxic masculinity too. Yeah. Awesome. We'll take it. All right. Thanks a lot for checking us out, guys. Uh, Don't forget to like, subscribe, share, tell your friends about us. Don't tell your friends about us. Whatever you do, talk your shit. Don't talk your shit as long as you're talking about us. We are out. (laughs) 